in the 2001 NBA draft, the Boston Celtics select Joe Johnson from the University of Arkansas. Put a little notch next to Rick Pitino's name. Okay, that was a good one. Well, it's Jim O'Brien's style of basketball player. They want somebody. The Atlanta Hawks steal one here at home. Eight Bibby to get it in. Up top it comes to Joe. Felton is on it. Joe puts it up for the win. Oh my goodness! I think this is going back to Joe Johnson. Four seconds left. Double overtime. Nets looking for the win. Johnson the step back. He oh! buries it. <laughs> Joe oh, Johnson. Oh my goodness! He wins it in double overtime. Joe Johnson with an unbelievable play. Defense was not bad by Tayshawn Prince, but Joe Johnson here just a little bit of a push there, and yes, there is no doubt. Butter. Welcome, welcome to in for Johnson. Four uh, seconds left. Johnson with three, with two. Johnson, the leader. Yes, Joe Johnson. I saw Joe Johnson. He does it again. Johnson at the buzzer. Here's Fry. No, the follow. Battle for the loose ball. It's taken by Johnson. Three, two, puts it up. At the buzzer, unbelievable, unbelievable for the Brooklyn Nets. Scored over 25,000 points in the NBA. But the reason they picked up Garnett, then they switch and Bonkers got Johnson behind his back. He's up for Bonkers goal. Joe Johnson scores the winner for Brooklyn at the buzzer. Three left. Nets down two. Johnson gets a shot off. Another Arkansas legend who went on to have success with the Milwaukee Bucks. But yeah, Joe Johnson is, like I said, near and dear to a lot of Arkansas hearts, especially in the Little Rock area. Uh, the reason why, um, uh, growing up in the uh, the late 90s and early 2000s, uh, playing high school basketball, uh, a lot of us looked up to Joe. Joe was uh, an easy uh, representation of us, uh, kids that grew up in the Little Rock area and that had goals and aspirations of making it to the highest level. And he did it, uh, not just making it to the NBA, uh, contributing in the NBA. Uh, he was a member of those Suns teams uh, in the 2005-2006 range that would go deep in the uh, in the Western Conference uh, playoffs, uh, battling against the Spurs. Um, if you remember, I know you guys, a lot of you guys don't, but he had that uh, horrific injury uh, in the playoffs against the Spurs um, when he went up for a fast break dunk, um, and the guy, the defender, ran behind him. Uh, and he lost his uh, his grip on the rim and uh, fell face first uh, on the ground and, and broke his orbital bone. Uh, but yeah, uh, contributed on a lot of teams. Uh, and then once he left uh, Phoenix and uh, and took the money and he went to Atlanta and got that uh, I think that first hundred million dollar contract. That's another thing about Joe Johnson's career. Uh, 
one of the few players in that time frame that had two hundred million dollar contracts. Uh, it was said that Joe Johnson had one of the best agents <laughs> to negotiate uh, for him on his behalf. Uh, but yeah, uh, left Phoenix, uh, went to Atlanta, and uh, and led those Atlanta teams deep into the playoffs every year. Um, came up short uh, a few times. Of course, you got the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers at that time that were dominating. You got the Boston Celtics. Uh, you got the Miami Heat. Uh, so he went up against a lot of those teams. And then uh, he got traded to the Brooklyn Nets at that time. Uh, when they were uh, trying to resurrect their franchise and they brought in a lot of veterans. Uh, he was on teams with Darren Williams, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. Um, built into that uh, that nucleus there and had several game winners. Um, that, that's, that's one thing about Joe Johnson's career. Uh, if you haven't already, go on YouTube and look up Joe Johnson buzzer beaters. There is about an 11-minute reel. Uh, of just him uh, breaking down defenses and it's, it's not like where they're all like crazy like three point spin around jumpers or anything like that I'm talking about breaking down the defense uh, in the mid range to the high post area uh, basic dribbles he, he's not the, the flashiest like dribbler or anything like that he doesn't have like the, the crazy in and out packages or anything like that I'm talking about uh, fundamentally just break you down on angles and and knowing where to be, like if he gets your feet turned a certain way, it's over for you because he's he's going right to his spot. Uh, deadly mid-range shooter. Uh, but yeah, if you have time, go check out just Joe Johnson buzzer beaters. Uh, I, I I guarantee you for like eleven minutes, you'll just be glued to the the, the phone or or laptop or TV, whatever you want to watch it on. Um, but yeah, uh, the candidacy for Joe Johnson uh, in the Hall of Fame. Uh, there's an article. Uh, that I read uh, maybe a few years ago uh, that said Joe Johnson would be only the second player in NBA history uh, to not make the Hall of Fame if he didn't. Uh, as a seven-time All-Star that also scored 20,000-plus points, uh, which is crazy if you think about it. I mean, uh, this is somebody who uh, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade uh, dubbed the quietest superstar in NBA history. <laughs> um, Joe is, is, I wouldn't say he's unassuming. Uh, he just goes about his business. Uh, like I said, he doesn't have the flashiest game. Uh, but points, I mean, he averaged 16 points for his career. Uh, four assists, uh, shooting from, shooting 44% from the field. That is amazing. <laughs> I mean, just, his averages shooting 37 percent from three it's a six seven small forward i mean he's also guarding you know what i'm saying you got to think about it he's guarding lebron james uh other other big name players at this time um so yeah uh his win share is super high it's at 82 percent all-star level i mean he was an all-star for a reason um yeah i mean joe uh, being from Little Rock, Arkansas, of course, uh, everybody from that area. Uh, one of our goals was always to get to the University of Arkansas. That was like our, that was our Duke, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, especially in that time period when uh, he was there playing for the the great Nolan Richardson, also Hall of Fame coach. 
they won the national championship back in uh, 1994, which is very well known in the state of Arkansas, and also made it back the following year uh, as runner-ups to UCLA. So uh, Arkansas has a, a great history in basketball, especially in the 90s. Uh, and it's crazy because the effect that Joe Johnson had actually led to the resurgence down the road of University of Arkansas. So you have current players now. Uh, you have the Bobby Portis, that's his NBA. Uh, Moses Moody. Uh, you have currently uh, three five-star McDonald's All-American players that just committed to play the University of Arkansas this season. You got Nick Smith, uh, who's projected to go top 10 NBA draft coming up this next year. Like, a lot of players looked up to the impact that Joe Johnson had. Uh, I mean, like I said, direct representation of us, Arkansas kids, in the NBA and doing it. Um, so, I mean, that impact is, is definitely felt that. But yeah, like, we all wanted to go to Arkansas. That was indeed the goal of uh, when I played junior college basketball, my uh, my head coach from my junior college was part of the reason I chose to go there. Uh, it was a former Arkansas legend, Corliss Williamson. Uh, won an NBA championship uh, with the Detroit Pistons back in 2003, uh, beating the Lakers at that time, which they had a super team, which was crazy. But yeah, uh, sixth man of the year, uh, won the championship for Arkansas. Uh, and put us through grueling NBA level practices every day. Uh, but yeah, I mean the, the the pride that Arkansas kids have in basketball uh, is, is unmatched, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, back to Joe. Back to Joe. Getting on topic here. Joe, uh, of course, born and raised in Lower Arkansas. We know it is the sweet home area where he he primarily grew up. Uh, went on. Uh, to play his high school basketball at Little Rock Central. I mean, you guys may know of the Little Rock Nine, uh, but Little Rock Central uh, during that time was more so known for dominance on the basketball court. That team those guys had in 99 was amazing. I think all of them went on to play college basketball in the starting five, uh, but they just pretty much dominated. The, like they, I, If I'm not mistaken, they may have been undefeated that year. Uh, they were that good. Um, actually, my high school coach was actually the assistant coach on that team. And that's all we heard about. You guys will never be as good as, as, as those guys. Blah, blah, blah. Run suicides. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, born June 29, 1981. He's currently 41 years old. And the one thing uh, that I, I think kind of pushes him him back uh, in his Hall of Fame candidacy, uh, Joe actually played last year. Uh, he, at 40 years old, uh, got picked up uh, by the team that drafted him, the Boston Celtics, um, to play in a 10-day uh, a stretch. Uh, last year, uh, the league was having issues with COVID, uh, where a lot of players weren't available. So what the league did is they granted an exception uh, to go over the uh, the roster limit and sign uh, players to go ahead and play. Uh during that period. So for those 10 days, uh, Joe was back with the uh, the Boston Celtics. And he actually, like, he played one game uh, and was actually able to score. Uh, it was two points, but it was in Joe, fans, Joe fashion, uh, where he caught the ball, the the, uh, the mid post, uh, isolated, of course, the nickname Iso Joe, uh, and was able to get his defender on his back and uh, make a runner. 
So yeah, I mean, even at this age, Joe still has it. Um, I think in the last few years, uh, Joe has been one of the few players to make the transition at an earlier age to play in the big three. In the last two years, Joe's dominated the big three, uh, got MVP and won championships in that league. Uh, he's currently still playing uh, with Team USA, actually. Uh, so one thing that the uh, the U.S. does is that they have uh, players that aren't attached to NBA teams uh, play in qualifying tournaments uh, during the season uh, to make sure the team qualifies for the, for the World Cup and uh, for the Olympics. Uh, Joe is one of the leaders of that team. Uh, to make sure the U.S. got qualified. Now, I mean, it's, it's kind of a, a cheat code when you got a, a seven-time All-Star uh, still in great shape and still can do the things he does on the court, uh, spearheading a team like that full of mostly guys that are like French NBA players. Uh, you got guys clawing to, to make a roster, and this guy's a seven-time All-Star going against a lot of times uh, guys that aren't prepared to play at that level. Um, but yeah, uh, the quietest superstar in the NBA, uh, he got dubbed that by, uh, Miami Heat, LeBron James, no Wayne Wade during that time period. Uh, cool Joe. I mean, just laid back dude. Uh, the, the reason I go so hard for Joe Johnson, I've actually had the, the chance to interact with him a few times. Um, Joe always gave back to Little Rock. He would come back in the summer. Uh, and I always play in the Dunbar Summer League. Now, if you're from Little Rock or you're not familiar, uh, there is a men's summer league that runs the entire summer. Uh, where it, I mean, it's essentially like a pro-am. Uh, so former players, uh, professional players, I think Archie Goodwin played in it. Uh, I don't know if Moses has played in it yet. Uh, but yeah, players that make it to the NBA, Bobby Portis has played in it too. Uh, Guys that uh, around the city that just want to get a good run in, organized game, uh, come back and compete all summer. Now, Joe Johnson's team was always filled with these guys that like were playing overseas and like like high level player guys. And then uh, right around uh, the end of the season, Joe would come in. Uh, once he's he's done with his off season workouts, he'll come in and and get runs in and compete. Now. Like, that's huge for, like, me at the time. I'm, like, 19 years old, a year out of high school, and I'm checking up an NBA All-Star on the wing. <laughs> like, fear in my heart because I've seen him, like, come in the gym and just shoot threes from half court with ease. Like, no effort at all. Like, and then in, in interacting and talking to him, like, Steve, what you going to do? Like, that defense ain't it. Like things like that, like those interactions to me are are priceless. Like, yeah, I got cooked. I admit it. I'll admit it. <laughs> I mean, he was an NBA All Star. What am I supposed to do? I mean, that was the best defense I ever played in my life, man. He treated me like I was just a rag doll. But yeah, um, just to recap, I mean, this this whole podcast here was just to stand on my soapbox. Uh, Plant my flag, give my high take that I, Steve, believe that Joe Johnson is no doubt a Hall of Fame caliber player. Uh, you don't make seven-time All-Star. Uh, I mean, this is being voted on by coaches, players, and fans. Uh, 
uh, everybody can see it that I mean he was a step above the rest. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, he was unable to capture a championship. I mean, I think if he would have had the like been on a championship team, there would be no way possible you can deny that man. Uh, like a guaranteed shoe-in status of, of being an NBA champion. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, standing on, on this hill, I down it. Bury me with it. Uh, roses in my hands. <laughs> Joe Johnson is indeed a Hall of Fame player. Uh, just, just scroll down with stats again. Uh, let me go back up here. Uh, He even started a lot of games as a rookie, which is crazy. Uh, in Boston, he got traded during his rookie year uh, because Paul Pierce wanted more shine. He, he started playing when Paul Pierce got hurt. Uh, averaged 6.3 in, in Boston before he got traded. Uh, and then 9.6 when he got to Phoenix. Uh, and then took off from there. Uh, yeah. is uh third year in Phoenix was up to 16 well 17 points a game uh, came back with 17 back in 05 and then took the money and went to Atlanta where he averaged 20 and then 25 and then 21 and 21 21 consistency <laughs> 21 18 18 17 15 14 12 <clears throat> went to Miami and kind of tapered off a little bit down to 13 Went to Utah, uh, which is, like, at that time, like, a wasteland. Nobody wanted to go to Utah and still average uh, 6.8 points. But hit several key buzzer beaters for them in the playoffs, man. <sighs> Crazy. Yeah. And then, like I said, came back and, uh, and played the game for Boston here last year. Uh, I think that's going to push his, uh, his Hall of Fame uh, induction down the road a little bit further. Uh, you never know. He may, he may even walk in with the uh, the goat, in my opinion, LeBron James, uh, once he retires. But yeah, uh, that's been it. Uh, I don't want to go too long here. Uh, just in my soapbox, like I said, uh, this here was just to to give my uh, my two cents. I mean, you may value it. I do. But uh, yeah, Joe Johnson is indeed a Hall of Famer, and these are my reasons why. Y'all have a good. One.